Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Today, the conversation that I want to have is about gatekeeping. And I'm excited to have Melody as per usual on, but also our friend Diane Huntsman, who is on the Cultivate team with us, and just someone in my own life that I look up to. How old are you? This that you can you can give you wow can give you a window went to the deep end of the pool. First question. You can give you can give a window. I am fifty-three. Can I Di- tell everyone my nickname for you? Yes. My nickname for Diane is Grandma Barbie. Because oh when I was grandma, true. that's what I want to look like. It's I, I'm not a grandma yet, and I want to too. But also, that's one of the things I love about Diane is you know she has four adult children. Um, I have, I mean, I'm, I guess I have four adult children. Ethan's eighteen now. Yeah. You know, but you're just a little bit more ahead in life in that way, and so I glean a lot from you. We have a lot of mom talks, a lot of woman talks, a lot so of do. like. There's such freedom sometimes in the things that you learn when you're older. Melody already had those things at a young age because she's an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Diane and I are both same Enneagram and there's Mel. But, you know, the the conversation I want to have is is about gatekeeping. And part of that comes from my own personal journey of um, the ramifications of not being a good mm-hmm. gatekeeper of my own life and 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 just meeting with so many women and seeing how so many issues are caused by it. I mean, we could interplace the word boundaries if we wanted to, but you know, I think as women we live in this place of we don't hold good boundaries. Mm-hmm. We act like we're we have no control. I, and I'm really speaking like I act like I have no control about how people treat me, what I go into, what I let in my mind, my heart, my spirit, relationships. I act like I have no part in that, but then I'm like a victim Mm -hmm. of all of it. And when the truth comes from, and I'm learning this more and more is, um, in in most instances, I have no one to blame but myself because Mm -hmm. I wasn't a good gatekeeper of what I think about, what I see, who I spend time with. And so I want to have this real conversation for the next few weeks here at Cultivate. So today in particular, I want to talk about gatekeeping our spiritual growth. Hmm. And ask you guys each why you think we need to stand guard over our spiritual growth and health and take responsibility and some of the ways you do that. And then some of the ways that maybe when you've gotten it wrong, what that's led to for you. Mm-hmm. And just, just so women can maybe hear about the conversation that will speak to some of the places that they are, um, or maybe learn from, I mean, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully mm-hmm. we have something that we can be like, Hey, here's how I did it wrong. Don't do it that way. Um, and here's what I've learned to do it right. So what is Mel, I'll start with you. What's your first thought about the value and importance and, and what, it, what does it mean to you when I say gatekeeping of your spiritual life? Great question. And, and I think or spiritual everyone, growth. Yeah. Everyone needs to 
realize that we're responsible for our soul, like for the, for the care of our own Mm -hmm. soul. And as a woman in any stage of life, we can forfeit that responsibility over to somebody else Mm -hmm. or just kind of leave it on its own. And what we don't realize is that when we don't kind of stand watch over our soul, we allow poisons and toxins Mm. Um, in the same way that we like look at what food we eat and where it comes from. And, you know, is it grass fed? Is it organic? Cause we're not letting toxins into our bodies. We're just not that careful about Mm. letting toxins into our souls. And so for me, the, the value of gatekeeping over my spiritual growth is I recognize that if I don't keep watch and if I don't guard what comes in, and how often I'm putting the right things in, I am so susceptible to spiritual sickness, just the way that my body would mm-hmm. be to physical sickness. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm spiritually sick, I'm highly anxious, I'm highly irritable, mm. I'm angry, and that is not just from being an eight, that's just from not <laughs> taking care of my soul. All of the Enneagram types can <laughs> fall into yeah, that. exactly. So it, it's this idea like, I've got to take ownership for this, I have to recognize that it's no one's responsibility, it's not Pastor Matt's, mm-hmm. um, it's not some other spiritual leader, it's not Lisa Turkers, it's not some other person, it's not their responsibility to care for my soul, mm-hmm. it's mine, um, and I have to be vigilant about what I'm bringing in, and also what I'm keeping out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll suffer. Yeah, from I think that's a great sickness. point. Of it's not just what you're putting in, but it, it's what you're keeping out. Yeah, and both of those things are an intentional act. Yeah, that you have to be every. You know, I say that I live in a weird space because I am married <laughs> to a pastor. You should feed your soul. And um, but even with our kids, of like dad, dads can't make that happen yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I've experienced personally myself and with women as we've had this ministry for the last handful of years is, um, a re- like a reliance almost on like who, how, who else, who's going to bring dinner to the table mm-hmm. kind of a deal. Yep. And I know that when my kids are little, like every day they can just count on the fact that I'm bringing dinner will be on the table. And it's like, if I compare it to now, I have, you know, I have two kids that still live at home for right now. A third one is there most of the time. And then I also have a few boyfriends there all the time at this stage of Not life. Not your boyfriends. Not my boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. But, you know, I have all these adults. And now it's a place of like, I, you need to figure out dinner tonight. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you yes. are all grownups now. And so without Ethan, he's still my baby. But um, <laughs> always, you know, just, and I think that's a, a place for us too, as we grow up and mature, like become spiritually mature is, no, I, that's my responsibility to make sure it's happened. And I know, you know, we've all experienced it's small, but it still happened. I have even women in Cultivate who are like, when's Cultivate happening so I can grow? You know, it's like, well, mm. and, and we've always said Cultivate's meant to be the icing on the cake of your spiritual mm-hmm. life, not the cake. Like yep. the cake is your own personal, you're studying the Bible. Like maybe we're not in a season. That doesn't mean you, you're not studying and right. growing um, personally. And so I think, you know, I love this, this conversation of gatekeeping because we're responsible for what we let in, what we let out. So yeah. what's your thoughts on that, Diane? Like, what does it mean for you to be the gatekeeper of your own spiritual growth? And what are some of the habits over the years that like times maybe you've not been as diligent about it and things that you've learned? Yeah. Um, I love in this culture that we live in, that's, it, it's so consumer, right? It's so like, um, 
give to me, do for me, feed feed me. me. (laughs) And so this idea of our own, it being our own responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. And I think that, um, we're, we're filled with people that inspire us, right? I mean, you two ladies inspire me so much. Stop. And Come on, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why you're here. <laughs> but also, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to be inspired and um, to have examples of godly people that, you know, encourage us and spur us on. But taking ownership of my own spiritual maturity and growth um, is what you just said, a discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's a daily decision that says, um, you know what, I can't do this life apart from the strength of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't go off her spiritual maturity or her um, success with God. I've got to do it myself. Um, and so I think also culture and maybe just nature, um, the idea of we're supposed to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. Like women, we can, we bring home the bacon, we fry it up in a pan. We never, never no- let him forget. He's a man, right? Remember that? <laughs> Everybody go uh, YouTube that. <laughs> Long ago. And I think, you know, he certainly doesn't forget he's a man when I'm in the corner in fetal position because I find out I really can't handle all things. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is... My, the answer to the question, times in your life where you haven't, I think I've gotten that idea that I need to be able to do all these things because that's a woman of the 21st century, she does. And so I kind of put God over here and, you know, plow into the list of things I've got to do. And then I wind up in the corner, mm-hmm. fetal position, falling apart, mm-hmm. um, reminded that I can do nothing apart from Christ who gives me strength. Mm-hmm. And that puts me back on that path of taking care of my spiritual growth Mm. and maturity. For sure. I think that, you know, in the idea of like the literal visual of being a gatekeeper and a gate that's open and closed. And so what are you letting in? What are you putting out? For me personally, I think um, I'm my worst self when I haven't spent time in God's word. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, a lot of people will say to me, like, where do I start reading the Bible or how do I start? Which, you know, I, the the generic answer I think would be, you know, start in the gospels, like start in Matthew or an add on to that, the Psalms and the Proverbs, you know, in, because there's that's where the wisdom and the how to's are sort of found and the how to be like Jesus. But for me it's it's I even if it's like I'm, I'm going through Matthew and today's chapters are like 12 to 15, whatever I'm reading, I might not know what I'm going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But I might find out later that day or later that month yeah. or, you know, later in a time where I'm like, oh, that's, that's, there's always something. So the discipline of that every single day cultivating God's word is just something I see be such a small priority to women, mm-hmm. um, maybe to men too, but I can't, I, I can't speak to mm-hmm. that, but you know, to women and it's, it, I think it's our demise mm-hmm. when we're not. And, you know, I recently was really sick and then got, when I was better, like got super bit like catching up. And I realized I haven't read the Bible in a few days. And I was like grouchy with the kids. Mm-hmm. I could feel myself spiraling mentally, getting on Instagram, getting all hurt feelings again, you know, over silly things. And I'm like, 
what is it? I, I almost had to like stop in my own tracks and go, what is going on with me? Mm-hmm. And I realized I haven't spent time with God. And, and so what's happening is I'm looking for my value, my worth, yeah. my affirmation everywhere yes. in the wrong places instead of it being in there so that when I go out, I'm already in a good place, you know, because I'm spiritually nourished. And so the idea of what I'm letting in, but also keeping out, I want you guys to speak to the keeping out because I think that myself included at times, especially when I was younger, I thought, oh, it doesn't matter if I engage in this or watch this mm-hmm. or listen to this um, thing in my life. And and the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing that there are some things I need to keep out because it, it waters, it waters me down in like what I know God says is best for me. Mm. It like changes my, um, what I'm okay with mm-hmm. and not okay with, what I accept, my own ba- boundaries, self-worth. And so what are some of the things when we're talking about, okay, we need, we know we need to let God in, mm-hmm. but what are some of the things that you think we need to keep out and, and create, you know, that gate, the gate is closed to some things so that we're still growing spiritually, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's funny that the analogy you just talked about, about going a few days and then feeling grouchy and like what was missing, you know, I'm, I've got three teenagers and one of them wants to snack all the time. Like, it's, and so I'm always like, you're not getting protein and complex carbs. And they make fun of me like, mom's coming with her vitamin D talk. Like here's all the things <laughs> you need to do that are good for you. But they're routinely want someone that we have to challenge about their attitude and, and I, I literally think it's because they don't have a really great diet. And so mm-hmm. when you think about it, social media, whatever, I think there's a lot of Christians walking around living off of spiritual snacks. I was going to say this, and then I didn't, of just like one of the things I think I need to keep out is sometimes even the Christian stuff I see yeah. on social media because you it's almost a false sense of... Fulfillment, mm-hmm. nourishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. or spending time with God. But also for me, sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Like I, all these different sort of Bible bullets coming at me at once. Yeah, yeah like it's just a weird yeah. spiritual so I, yeah, I agree with that. It, it, it has this false sense of mm-hmm. satiation, but mm-hmm. you're not satiated at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, I'm still hungry. Well, um, I like 10 Christian Bible verse quotes today on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I saw Instagram Bible and I should be good. But I think... Um, In that same vein, things that I'm trying to consciously keep out are, there's not like a list. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think we put, here's the things like, I can't stand formulaic Christianity. Like we're all Mm -hmm. different, you know, Mm -hmm. God's word is our guide, but then there's, there's things that work for you that don't work for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's early in the morning. Maybe I'm a night person. So I don't like formulas, but I think as you start to evaluate, like you just said, I noticed this about myself. Mm -hmm. Well, then we call that being real with ourselves. Yeah. Here at Sandals. It's kind of the vision. (laughs) But when you're in that state of mind, it's a good question to ask what's causing me to feel this Mm -hmm. way or to behave this way. These are the things I need to keep out. So sometimes it's a real conversation with a spouse or with a good friend. Hey, when I'm at my worst, you know, what do you see in me? And kind of just keep track. Like the same way that you would if you ate something or did something and had an allergic reaction, you would backtrack in your mind. What did I eat or what Mm -hmm. did I drink that made me, made my body respond that way? And then those are the things that we have to actively, you know, keep out. I think social media is a huge trigger for women right now Mm -hmm. because it instigates uh, comparison. Um, We get jealous. We covet. 
um, especially around a holiday like Valentine's Day, we can think, here's how my significant other didn't measure up. Mm. Um, so comparison is, is, is the thief, I think, of joy and mm. contentment because it keeps you in this place of I'm never feeling grateful because I'm always feeling like I, I, I got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And when we're not grateful, I mean, we're just, we're not great people. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we just, we're not, we're not happy. We're not pleasant. We're not filled mm-hmm. with joy. We're not thinking about the promises of God, the goodness of God. And so I think that that's one. And another, I would say, um, I think that women need to be really mindful of their friendships as they're trying to grow and, in, in cultivate spiritual disciplines because there are some people that draw us to him and there are some people that draw us away from Mm -hmm. him and even Christian women can draw you away Mm -hmm. from him and so that's a boundary you just kind of talked about Um, it's okay to have friends who I teach Addie friendly but not friends Mm -hmm. we're friendly but you having a, a significant part of my life or a seat at my table is draws me away from who mm-hmm. I want to be in Christ. So I need to put a boundary there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's hard. Sometimes it's hard to do. It's hard to hear. But I think if we're honest about, I really want to become more like Jesus, mm-hmm. we've got to like take note of what those things are and just start gradually like moving them out. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, before, sorry, Di, I know no, she's going to cut you right off. No. Um, I think that, what you said is so important too, because that's a distraction. Mm-hmm. And when we're distracted, we're not growing. We're not putting a priority right. on our, you know, growing spiritually. And and then when it's a relationship and it's all gooey and messy and we get bitter, we get angry, we get sad, we get jealous, we get all of that. Our focus gets, we get so tangled up in that, that our priority, because we all only have so much mental energy, right. our priority becomes on the untangling and managing and trying to figure all that out and not on spending time with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like even there, it's not like you're going, I don't want to grow. It's just that you're managing all you can have. And um, I've been going to counseling this last year. And one of the things he says is you you have you have so m- only so much energy. What, what are you willing to spend it on? Because it is your currency right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think myself and women I see a lot do is we, we spend our energy in all of the wrong places. And then it comes time for God. It's like, I'm spent. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear you if I wanted to, because all I'm doing is lamenting to you saying how I'm mad, or I just, I got nothing left yeah. spiritually because mm-hmm. I've spent it all over here on. So sometimes the gatekeeping really is with who you're with yeah. because you only have so much to give. And, and we have That's to make so sure, true. you know, the older I'm getting, I'm saying, I don't have what I, what I, and I probably didn't have it before, but I, what I thought I had when I was younger, but you know, and so making sure that I, I make sure that I'm having margin so yeah. that God has some of my best and not my lamenting, bitter, mm-hmm. tired leftover. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I want to say as a 53 year old woman that this gatekeeping thing and what we got to keep in and what we got to discipline ourselves in doing the right things never changes. It never gets easier. I should say. Thanks, Ty. It's, it's a constant thing. I asked you to be on today. You know, I think we have these false ideas. There's so many books I want to write, but just like when we get to this certain place, this isn't going to be a thing anymore, Mm. you know, and the whole comparison thing, like, you know, um, in some aspects, those things have even gotten harder for me. Um, But I just want to share like a really wise thing I think I've done. If you struggle with social media, if you struggle with 
you know, as we're stewards of our time, because we really are and how mm-hmm. we're spending it, even mm-hmm. when the kids are grown and you have more time, you have more, you know, luxury time, so to speak. Um, you know, I love New Year's resolutions. And so January 1st, I'm like no phone for the first three hours of my day. Mm-hmm. And that's just been really, really life-giving on so many levels. Mm. Just, you know, connecting with my husband first and foremost and and with God without that distraction. And I don't care. We can say that we use social media for good and connecting and for the Lord. And there are those aspects Mm -hmm. of it. But if we're really honest, most of the time it's a sheer waste of our time. Mm -hmm. And... um, you know, we're feeding the discontent that we already have by seeing, you know, it's such mm-hmm. a great idea to move to, you know, some other state because everybody else is doing it. It just doesn't feed, you know, um, my soul mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. really ever. Mm-hmm. So I might get a blurb of something that, oh, that's really good. But um, so, yeah, I think that um, really that idea of stewarding my time and, and what you said, Melody, about if, if I want to make Jesus my everything, like, I think that's a question that women, we, we really need to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do I really mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. to make Jesus my everything? Do I like the idea of Christianity? Do I like the idea of, you know, what Sandals Church is saying? But am I owning it for myself? Mm-hmm. Is it something I really want? So with that answer to that question, if it is yes, then you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices to make that happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to say no to well, a lot Well, there's an exchange for sure. There's yep. an exchange. Yeah. And it's it's very worth it. But even the good things that we spend our time on can be the wrong things. That's one of the hardest things God, to right? navigate is just because something's a good thing doesn't mean it's a God thing. And we've had that conversation in the past about Cultivate, but you're so right. It's like, I think we can get trapped or we can, we can get buy into a lie that if it, unless it's a bad thing, then it's fine. Yeah. But I think that the shift that I would love to see women make, it's a shift. I'm just starting. It's like turning the Titanic in my own life, but like starting to make, and I've hit the iceberg and there's some water coming in, but, um, is It's not about saying no to the bad things. It's like, what is the most important things? Because Mm -hmm. I only have so much mental energy. And if you stripped everything away, and this is the question I've been asking myself, like if there was no Sandals Church, what would my spiritual life look like? Mm. If it was a time, because again, we've, we've fostered a culture now where it looks a certain way to do things, you know, which has even changed as of late, like before it was like you go to church on Sunday. Well, then over the years, you said Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now it's like people are doing church whatever day of the week mm-hmm. that they want. Even that's yeah. shifting. So it's like if we didn't have this rhythm of week in, week out, like, and if it was just me in the middle of nowhere and everyone else was gone, what would that look like? Mm. You know, and so I, I'm trying to think about, you know, we pitch so much about um, community because we know community is so important. But at the end of the day, it's you and it's God. Mm-hmm. And yeah. anything else you're believing is, is a lie and a distraction. Mm-hmm. And at some point, this really matters. It's either sooner or later, yep. <laughs> but sooner or later, you're faced with that hopefully it's not when you're face to face with Jesus, right? you know? And so I think that's why I just, for me, I want women to ask themselves that real question of how, how important am I 
And how seriously am I taking my own spiritual growth? Right. Am I surrounding myself, to your point, Mel, uh, with women who are also taking it seriously? And that's not to say that, you know, you cut off every single person who's right. not like doing it a certain right. way. And we've seen that too. And it it's not good. Right. Um, and it's not loving and it's not kind. But to some degree, it's like the people that you're spending the most of your time with. I mean, we all have kids on for now, you know, people listening may or may not. So if you don't have kids, but you might know this true to be, be to be true about yourself is they say you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So if you look at those five people, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I have seen it. I mean, we're almost 25 years at Sandals. I've seen it. If those five people aren't committed to their own spiritual growth, I see the ones that were fall away. Yeah. Because you become committed to something else. Something mm-hmm. else becomes your passion or your social justice mission or your whatever. And at the end of the day, no one is going to grow you but you. Mm-hmm. Coming to Sandal Church, it, it's going icing on the cake. Right. It, it's going to maybe motivate you to grow, mm-hmm. maybe educate you to grow. But we we are in charge of that. And I don't think women are taking that as seriously. I know I haven't always taken that as seriously. Mm-hmm. I kind of skated, you know, in, in, a, in a way of like, let it happen. It happened how it happened. Yeah. And got to a point where I'm just like, how I've been doing, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some hard things have happened. And now I'm like, man, I'm not who I wish I was. Yeah. I'm not where I wish I was. And, you know, hard things in life can cause you to do that. And so I think that's what I, the idea of gatekeeping of, of, I think too many of us are pretending like we don't have a say or a responsibility. Mm. It's like we happen into it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I signed up with a friend for Cultivate and showed up for eight weeks and it was so great. And I hope it is great, mm-hmm. but it should, it shouldn't be what, the foundation of right. you growing spiritually is and so it's there's a there's this idea too and and we're i think american christianity struggles with this the most is that is jesus our accessory or is he our everything mm-hmm. like an accessory is like oh i put on my outfit and then these earrings look good and i'll add this on but mm. but i'm the thing yeah Ooh. but then you go to other places and you realize where they don't have any other things <sighs> They don't have any other accessories. Mm-hmm. Like he's all they have. And that that drive and that determination and that devotion and affection, we we struggle with here because we have so many accessories and we have so many distractions. So it feels like to be a good Christian, I go to church on Sunday or whenever and I read my Bible, especially when I'm not okay. Or I follow Bible Pages on Instagram. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I read whatever God gave Lisa Turkers, which was mm-hmm. is going to be manna from heaven. Right. So it's going to be manna from heaven for me too. Yep. And we live, we live that way. And that's really us saying, hey, thanks for being like this add-on to my life. Thanks for God. Thanks for just kind of sliding into the passenger seat of my life. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, I came to make myself accessible, but not to be your accessory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I'm, that. you can, you can reach out to me, mm-hmm. but I, that's not the pl- mm-hmm. part that I want to play in your mm-hmm. life. So we should just expect that if we pursue him that way, we're missing out on the best parts of him. Yeah. Um, and, and, and honestly, I would say too, I want to drive women to this place of you will worship Jesus more if you're fascinated by him mm. and not just, and I, I, I can't be fascinated by a stranger. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by someone that I know and I study and I learn and I glean from. Mm-hmm. Man, it just drives my affection towards them. But a stranger, like I might be curious, I might read some things, I might see some things. Be but a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and and that's always going to keep your your Christianity like at this very shallow space, um, and you're missing out on the best parts of who God but is. I think shallow Christianity is what has. Um, Women, I mean, we're speaking to women. So what has women so dissatisfied mm, yes. in life? Mm-hmm. But we act like we didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. And I think what God's teaching me is you have everything to do with it, mm-hmm. you know? And a dissatisfied spiritual life, you know, if you feel dissatisfied, you're looking for something somewhere else, which we all do. We all see right. whether it's yes. food, attention, love, whatever. And, you know, that... But it's really because we're dissatisfied with with where we're at, and I, I so that's what I think. Um, as we close this up for now, is just this whole idea of cultivating God's word into your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more than enough resources. Yeah, and I think the idea of gatekeeping that I want women to be thinking about as as pertains to gatekeeping or spiritual growth is. What do you need to, like, when do you need to close the gate? Like Di, you're saying, mm-hmm. like, I keep that gate closed in the morning mm-hmm. for three hours so that I can be, just be focused, have my head on straight, mm-hmm. you know, hear God's voice um, before I'm hearing 10 voices on, right. or 10,000 voices on social mm-hmm. media, you know, and um, what, what things does the gate need to be closed? What, what do you need to keep out? Mm. Are there, are there, and I don't mean to be legalistic. I'm not a legalistic person Mm-mm. per se, but like, what do you need to stop watching? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that's filling in your head and drowning out God's voice. What do you need to stop listening to? Where do you need to stop going? What do you need to stop engaging in? Um, and it's not about all the don'ts. It's the so that. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. you can prioritize, have time. Not It's not an afterthought, time with God. Um, and I guess the other question is getting real with yourself about what does your God time look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and not the regimented, like, well, I get up every day and I read, you know, Jesus calling on the back of my toilet. <laughs> I don't know why that's such a thing. But I read it on my patio, <laughs> whatever. You know, and then I, you know, so I, I don't mean regimented yeah. like that. I just mean the why, the why do you read God's word? Mm-hmm. There are some days I read one chapter. There's some days I can't stop mm-hmm. because I'm so into it. There's some days I read a segment of a chapter and I just can't, I'm like, yeah. just like, what does that mean for me? Or I'm so convicted or I'm thinking like, how do I, how do I make this mm-hmm. real for me? Yeah. Or I have to start repenting like, God, this is, yeah. This, this is the root of why I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I want women to get real with themselves and then get real with God about yeah. here's where I'm at. I'm sorry that you haven't been more of a priority. Um, That's key. Start where you are. Yeah, can, I mean, there's so much experience sitting here, but to the woman out there listening, like I, I want to guys, but mm-hmm. I don't know where. Start right where you are. Mm-hmm. Say tomorrow, I'm going to start with five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's five minutes more than you had today. For sure. And build on that. I used to tell young moms, start praying in the shower. Mm-hmm. You're alone for at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, until they can unlock the door, mm-hmm. you can you can pray. In and the I'm sh- not saying don't read Jesus Calling. I'm just saying right. don't get through that one day and be like, Duh, check. Good. Yeah. Right. Until so I'm in know. crisis mode. Don't right. live in crisis Christianity mode. Right. Like I seek God out when things are really bad. 
like it's like a first aid kit. Like you only go to it when you're bleeding. Yeah. And I think people treat God like that. Like he's the first aid kit in the medicine cabinet. Like, well, and then that shows because that doesn't really sustain you in a hard time. Mm -hmm. I mean, like COVID, had we known COVID, what we would have done to prepare, you know, we would have toilet paper. Like we would have done like, you know (laughs) what I mean? I have so much toilet paper. And six, you know, again, being an older woman, having gone through lots of difficult times, lots of valleys in life, we are promised trials as believers. Mm -hmm. We're promised that. And so how how are we equipping ourselves mm-hmm. to be able to function yeah. within the difficulties? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to show mm-hmm. where we're at with God yeah. and how he's sustaining us and how we're able to deal with. If we haven't been doing the work beforehand, mm-hmm. and it is kind of work. I mean, it is a joy to yeah. you, but you know, um, it's going to show going to show up and people are watching us right as believers like yeah i mean that's a whole, yeah a whole nother component to it is to our younger and wherever you are younger is like seeing women older than them and like i can do it too because i've seen it done yeah. so hopefully this is has caused who cares what we all say honestly <laughs> is the truth i mean <laughs> hopefully what this conversation has done for anyone listening is get you to start thinking, yes. you know, about what you believe and why you're doing it and where you want to be. I mean, get real with who you want to be. Um, maybe some areas where you're like, I haven't been taking responsibility for my own spiritual growth. Yeah. Um, and I've been all the, re- whoever, ca- who cares, whatever you've been blaming on, it doesn't matter. Like it can change today. So I would encourage you to just get real with, with what do you believe about gatekeeping? Do, have you been maybe wrongly believing that, by engaging in certain church is important for sure. Mm-hmm. Being a part of the body of God is important, but being connected to Jesus every single day mm. through reading his word and prayer. Yeah. Cause some people think they don't need to read the Bible. They just, but it's the Bible where God speaks the most. It's, mm-hmm. it's living his mm-hmm. living word. And so through those things, and are you, are you want to, are you where you want to be spiritually? Mm-hmm. Are you growing? Are you around people who are growing and who are, pushing you more, you know, to be like, Jesus. like, yeah. here's some real, who cares what the three of us have to say? It matters where you are. And so hopefully today you'll think about that. You'll get real with yourself on that. Um, I'm going to close by reading two scriptures that we want you guys to think about and maybe look up, maybe read some more, but Matthew six thirty three, which says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Mm-hmm. And remember our spiritual growth is about what we need um, for now and all eternity, yeah. what we need on our best day and what we don't need, what we don't know that we need on our worst mm, day, yeah, you yeah. know? And so when we're seeking that, everything else falls into place. It doesn't mean it'll be perfect, but your your priorities and your perspective shift when you're when you're seeking God mm-hmm. and cultivating His Word every day. This second verse is Romans 12 too, which says, don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That happens by reading God's Word. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen one time. It doesn't happen in a week. It happens when you don't even realize it happened because it's become so intertwined yeah. in who you yeah. are. And it says, and it goes on to say, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So that's Matthew six thirty three and Romans twelve two today. That's what we want to just, like I said, we want you guys to be thinking um, and get real with yourself and real with God and potentially real with a close friend to say, hey, 
I, could you pray for me in this way? I really want to grow in owning my own spiritual growth, which means, you know, which is going to look like this. And that's where the gatekeeping part is, is that I think as women, we can really put off onto other things. I'm super busy or have Mm -hmm. so much going on and we don't, we don't think we have as much, um, say, Mm -hmm in our own lives as we do, including our spiritual life. Mm -hmm. So with that thought, um, we will continue this conversation next week. And so until then, we are praying that each and every day, right where you are, like Melody said, you start where you are, spend a little time in God's word. And over time, you will realize the fruit Mm. from that discipline um, Mm -hmm. that that you've started. You'll feel like... It doesn't promise that your life is going to be amazing every single day, mm-hmm. but you will find, um, your prior, like I said, your priorities shifting, your heart changing, and, and what sustains you to be different. So we love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief Podcast, where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, here or in person, remember, cultivate 